When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Happy Monday. We're spending this week of Thanksgiving taking another look at gratitude, its role in society, in our health, how we can make it part of our daily practice, and how we can teach it to our kids. We're kicking it off today with a little bit of history. Gratitude comes in many forms. It's a feeling. It's an action. And it can also be a practice. It's a thank you, but it's also what it feels like to be thankful. We've touched briefly on the idea many times that manners, in some ways, dilute the power of a genuine thank you, and that we express thanks often when we're not really feeling it at all. Similar to the way we sometimes force apologies or hugs or even I love yous. Real gratitude, just like a real sorry, a real hug, or a real I love you, is a powerful, powerful thing. When applied in practice, it can be used to stave off nearly every negative emotion. Like a magic wand, we can use it to alter our state of mind within seconds. And with daily implementation, just like meditation, it can be the impetus for a truly centered life. But we'll be talking more about that later this week. As for today, let's get into the history of gratitude. Scientists believe that what we understand as gratitude is actually the evolutionary result of reciprocity. As social creatures, we evolved successfully in groups, fighting together, living together, and serving different roles. As we evolved, reciprocity meant our survival the act of doing for others and having others do for us in return. This may very well be why true gratitude feels so fulfilling. It's ingrained in our DNA as a survival-based need. It's a facet of community. Comparative psychologist Dr. Malini Sushak of the Greater Good Science Center writes, a good deal of evidence suggests that some of our closest relatives, the other primates, engage in reciprocity in food sharing and other domains. For example, in one study, we gave chimpanzees a task that required the joint effort of two chimpanzees to pull in a tray of food. It was set up so that the chimpanzees could come and go as they pleased, which meant that one chimpanzee was often sitting there waiting for a partner to arrive. Sushak's team predicted that the passing chimpanzees might just choose to help out their friends, or perhaps the chimpanzees that were the best at solving the task. Instead, the chimpanzees were more likely to help another chimpanzee in need of a partner if that chimpanzee had also helped them in the past. Reciprocity seemed more important than friendship and skill in their choices. The question becomes whether or not these primates feel gratitude. After all, in the same way we say thank you without the feeling, reciprocity can be purely transactional. Obviously, primates don't speak, so actionable reciprocity is one of their only means to demonstrate gratitude. But Dr. Sushak continues, if reciprocity 
were driven by indebtedness rather than gratitude, primates would have to be keeping track of costs and benefits over time. A lot of research has shown, though, that this level of calculation and memory is really not realistic for us or our primate relatives. In reality, these exchanges are more likely to be driven by emotional responses, which are easier to keep track of. Grateful emotions reinforce the relationship between two individuals, and individuals with close relationships are likely to provide favors for each other in the future, no questions asked. So cool, and it really makes perfect sense. We're hardwired for survival. And when we come upon a partner, someone willing to help us, someone who increases our likelihood of survival, we innately want to make sure they understand that we're an equal member in that relationship. It's a key element in bonding and building community. And all of those desired-based connections are happening chemically. And by the way, this idea carries over into modern-day society. Reciprocity, even in blossoming friendships, is a determining factor of the relationship's success. Initially, it's the responsive texts and the calls. It's the equal effort given. And a lack of reciprocity can also be the reason relationships and friendships come to an end. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day two of our week revisiting gratitude. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.